0: Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Rich Casanova with the Pro Business Channel. Good morning, Rich. Hey, good morning, Mitch. All right, so let's get right into it. So let's talk a little bit first about who you are and uh, kind of what got you into this kind of podcasting area, and uh, and then we'll talk, we're talk more specifically about the pro business channel and something new that you're working on. But let's, let's talk about you first.
1: Sure. All right. That sounds good. (laughs) Uh, So um, that works for me. So I was born in Miami, but raised in central Florida, high school in Virginia beach out to um, uh, college in California, which really, um, you know, this is before internet and all that good stuff. So actually my, you know, break into broadcasting, so to speak, was um, local radio station was doing a kind of a goofy contest over the weekend, uh, they were giving everybody an hour, not everybody, they, they, it was a contest that they picked, I think, 40-some-odd people to be given an hour on on air. Uh, no broadcasting experience, just, you know, uh, goofy, wacky kind of promotion. So I was one of the 45 selected, but always been a ham even as a kid. So this was, like, you know, uh, unbelievable. So I had that hour, got the bug, uh, fast-forward, begged, pleaded, anything I can do to get back into the radio station. They kept telling me, you know, Rich, this is not... It wasn't a job offering, this wasn't an interview, this was just a <laughs> wacky radio station uh, contest, right? So, we weren't interviewing you. So, but meanwhile, persisted long enough, locked on the door long enough and got my break, um, which was what was called a board operator. If you're in radio broadcasting, that's basically just uh, mixing the music for a six hour overnight shift, never cracked the microphone for six months. And then finally got the break, started doing the morning show and all that good stuff. So I had a blast in radio, then ended up moving back to, uh, to the East Coast and specifically to Atlanta. Uh wanted to get back into radio, but um really didn't wasn't driven by the music format. Really loved the idea of a conversation like you and I are having now. And this is even before podcasting kind of, you know, really uh took off. But the idea of just, you know, working, uh there wasn't really opportunity. So I kind of created the Pro Business Channel um to create a platform for uh, these type of business conversations in a pro-business environment, no gotcha questions, no 60-minute uh, style, just having local businesses, which it started out and then be- became uh, national international companies on our platform, which then ended up um, fast forward because it's an, actually a network rather than a, you know, my podcast, which I have on there now as well. But uh, that generated, you know, upwards of over a million uh, downloads which is pretty crazy just as a startup emerging brand bootstrapping it and then finally um, Put us in the Alexa internet rankings of uh, neighborhood of top 5% of all websites on the planet, which is pretty crazy This is not just podcasting or North America or Atlanta. So yeah, it's so, quite so, right. what, so what year was that when you started that? Uh, it was like 2014 yeah, okay. Yeah and so, so, you've got,
0: so so you've got a network, and you have different podcasts that you produce or host on the network. How does
1: right. that work? Yeah, so uh, I generally host the Georgia podcast and a couple of other ones, the Visionaries and Influencers podcast. We do some pilot series. That is not ongoing. It's a six-episode kind of series. We've done those over the years from the uh, Food and Beverage Radio to the uh, co Founders and Startup podcast, that kind of thing. Um, and we did a Legal series for a long time. But then the part of the secret sauce is, um, candidates can submit and go through a process to be vetted and see if it's a fit on both parties and actually be a host on the network, uh, really under our brand and our, you know, um, uh, you know, training and so forth into our distribution. Um, and then, but more recently we actually had so many people asking about, you know, wanting to, uh have a have their own podcast but really the pro business channel for one reason or another wasn't a fit in terms of maybe bandwidth or just our our messaging and you know they wanted to go a different direction but they really ultimately really wanted white label create their own content so we actually created the um uh kind of airbnb for podcasting which is the georgia not georgia global podcast uh, studios gps as we call it and that really took off prior to you know what's currently happening because it was um we had seven uh, podcast studios and then a satellite of other networks or studios and really getting people to, just to uh, go online. E-commerce website sped up six months building out that uh, business and website. And then it was we were crushing it because basically we we the marketplace was speaking to us. We had within a matter of six weeks prior to this, we had um, about three different entities asking to rent our podcast studio. And the word rental and even podcast studio didn't appear on Pro Business Channel as a network, right? And so, but after the third person, you know, called, paid us to rent the studio, we figured maybe we're onto something here. So, we launched um, that initiative. But that's been on pause as probably as we pivot into our next uh, topic, you'll realize why. But Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so you, when you're recording, you said you have the, the Georgia podcast. Is that
1: mm-hmm.
0: is that Georgia Businesses or Georgia Issues? What's mm-hmm. your kind of focus for that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's anything in Georgia and beyond. So, I mean, there's companies that um, are not, say, based here, but they have a footprint here or have an event here. Um, we've actually, we've um, interviewed Facebook corporate from Menlo Park three times now, and then mm-hmm. they had an event here uh, twice there in Atlanta. I think the, um, they did the Facebook blueprint and then another initiative. Each time then we were called um, to come on site and report on site i think what part of our you know secret sauce is that people know um from the history that we're not there to kind of get that sound bite and to uh do a an hour recording and then turn it into five minutes of um you know Mm -hmm. attention grabbing headlines that disparages that brand so um Mm -hmm. that's why i think we've gotten we've interviewed a shark from the shark tank which is pretty crazy um Because there's, you know, there's only about five sharks and they've been on for for 11 years and they have, you know, millions of listeners uh, globally. And I've always been a fan and to, (laughs) I mean, that's the power of podcasting. And, you know, in today's age, as you've done, is you can create your own uh, destiny, your own determine uh, the content that you want to uh, bring to the marketplace. And then ultimately, obviously, the marketplace will, you know, receive it or not, you know, but even if it's just a niche, there's so many podcasters out there now that it, they're not looking for necessarily the Joe, the Joe Rogan, you know, um, volume, but they just have a message to share and an audience that will listen.
0: Right. So one of the interesting things that you mentioned to me a couple of weeks ago was a, a kind of a new a new project or a new, a new service. It's a, kind of a, a podcasting directory. So talk to me about what – make sure t- – tell me that I got the name right. Tell me what it's called yeah, and, uh, and then absolutely. talk to me about what that is.
1: Before I do that, set the stage a little bit of how this kind of came about. So two things that that, that prompted this. So um, as we were rock and rolling with the uh, Pro Business Channel and with the uh, Georgia, uh, keep saying Georgia, because originally it was called the Georgia Podcast Studios, Atlanta Podcast Studios, and then it was going to be American Podcast Studios, but we got calls from uh, Canada, Toronto, and we figured, I guess it's going to be Global Podcast Studios. So that was rocking and rolling, but. Our give back initiative for a nonprofit really um, that we're very passionate about, we created the first ever podcast world tour. So we traveled throughout the U.S. We actually had correspondents here traveling to London, Paris, and Bangkok, um, sharing the um, uh, a nonprofit that we've adopted, actually based here in Atlanta, that um, helps kids that are born completely deaf that would have otherwise lived in a, in a silent world the rest of their life through the efforts that they do through implants, as well as about two or three years of high level speech therapy. There's only about 800 of those people in the world that can, that can teach at that level. They have to put the parent, the kid and the therapist in the same room, uh, for that t- two years. And at the end of that, that kid now lives in a hearing world. The rest of life can hear music, can hear podcasting, maybe become a future podcaster. So that was, you know, it still is, it's on hiatus because of the curtain, you know, pandemic, as you can imagine. So really bummed about that. So, um, because we were actually in Orlando at the second largest podcasting event in the world with a booth. We were here in Atlanta for a booth. We've been, like I said, travel around the country sharing this story and really trying to rally the the podcasting community behind this cause. Um, And then unfortunately, like every other business and individual and companies and families have been hit by this worldwide pandemic, obviously that's completely on pause. So uh, we were supposed to be in New York right after that. And so we realized, what are we going to do? Right. It's tough to bring people into a podcast studio. Um, we couldn't really go on tour and, but we want to kind of keep the mission alive and the, and the passion. So, um, we realized as a podcaster, one of the biggest challenges is, um, getting guests, booking guests, finding the right guest. and as a guest, as a speaker and author and so forth, of uh, them identifying where's the best podcast that I could be spotlighted on, right? And you might be able to find the podcast on Apple or iTunes or Google Podcasts or Spotify. But how do you find that person's contact information?
0: Right, and that's that's always the challenge is you, you, know, you, get, you get a podcast and their, their pages rarely give you any kind of contact, which kind of baffles me as to why they don't right. put that on there.
1: And and you can you know you can surf or stalk around or whatever and and go to their uh, Twitter and then send them a tweet or whatever or, or try try right. to find them on LinkedIn and but maybe they're not active on LinkedIn and they're seven days a week on Instagram but you can't you know so we just and then also ultimately if you find them those those are onesie twosies so you got to go find that podcast do all the research to find them and then ultimately you find their contact information maybe they're not interested in. Booking uh you as a subject matter expert. They weren't looking for you, right. right? So um, so we we figured um literally about within days of returning from a podcast, because we do the math on the calendar, we were there the first weekend in March, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth kind of thing, right? We got back within days of getting back, um, it basically the you know whole world uh imploded from the pandemic. And so Uh, not only not getting on the road, not really much studio time. So, uh, in realizing this pain point that I've realized for quite some time, and we, we did some early initiatives of this, but this was now the moment. And, um, you know, I've learned a lot in this process of uh, launching this new venture. One of the, one of the takeaways, I don't know if you've ever heard this statement, but a mentor shared this with me recently. It said, don't let what you can do stop you from what, stop you from doing what you can't do. Right, um, or maybe it's reverse. <laughs> but yeah, don't let um, what you can't do stop you from what you can do. Right. So okay. the premise okay. is, um, so we couldn't go on the tour. Right. So we couldn't, you know, do our studios GPS as we had been doing. Right. So um, so we built literally from the ground up. Um, you know, within days of returning, seven days a week, we're still working on it to this day. Sometimes till four o'clock in the morning, um, building out the podcasters directory. So basically, the Match.com or Tinder for uh, podcasters, right? So it's a um, a service where if you're uh, a guest, a author, a subject matter expert, want to be on a podcast, you create a free profile on there, claim claim your listing. Same thing for podcasters. And now the system through the uh, algorithms and everything that's created, it basically automatically matches that person that's seeking a guest talking about sports or seeking a guest that's looking to talk about, um, you know, health issues or business strategies or sales, what have you.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's similar to what we do with our media matching service, right. matching reporters up with, with story sources. All right. So what's, so let's make sure we got this. So what's the URL? What's the website address for the podcast directory?
1: Yes. Yeah, just two words. So it's podcasters, plural, podcastersdirectory.com. And then another piece of our secret sauce to that is there are some matchmaking services. So um, but in addition to that is that we've incorporated resources as well. So one of the other challenges or pain points or problems because any good, as you know, it's any good business uh, solves a problem. Right. And so one of the problems is uh, so you're launching a podcast or maybe been around for a while. But how do you identify these resources? Again, kind of onesie, 2s You can do internet search and so forth. So resources now are claiming their own listing on the site. So from equipment manufacturing to advertisers to um, hosting platforms, how are you going to host your platform? What about editors? And there's and uh, the uh, software editing services as well as individuals that edit what, podcast studios. Once those come back online, there's a whole collection of studios out there that you can book or rent. Um, you know, and – um, you know, so just any, any resource you can imagine that a podcaster might need. Um, now it's kind of a one-stop shop. And so it's a win <laughs> for them as well, because now they're getting in front of, uh, and rather than just a, a one-off trade show <clears throat> or an event where you spend, think about the expenses you spend to go to, um, a podcasting or a, a conference, right? Any kind of a trade show event. I mean, you, you're traveling your team two to three, five people, Airline tickets, hotels, you know, food, beverages. Then ten thousand dollars for the twenty-five thousand dollars for the booth. Then you got to stand there for two or three days, and maybe there's three thousand people at the bet. You're never going to meet all three thousand, right? And then you get uh-huh. back on the plane or whatever, right? So here, this is 24 sixty-five, twenty-four-seven. You know, so if you're a resource on there, you're on there seven days a week. And speaking of events, I'll just finish on this. Um, something else that was didn't quite expect, but. Just in in launching, um, we've been at it now for the entirety of the pandemic. What five months now uh, into this? And uh, but we launched actually Fourth of July. We did all of our, you know, building it out, the pre-launch, the um, the beta, and so forth. And so our official launch was Fourth of July. Um, but with that, and we surpassed our goal, our membership goal of three hundred and ninety percent. So we I think we're really on to something. And then what's interesting, the other spin was events. So we the platform we've already sponsored and collaborated on uh, podcasting events in London, San Francisco, uh, New York, and uh, Australia. So
0: so are, are there uh, specific topics that you want to focus on kind of in the near future and saying, like, here here are some issues, here are some needs that our, our listeners are asking for that, that you want to look at?
1: Well, in terms of yeah, the pro-business channel, um, you know, anything happening it's it. Although we, you know, we've interviewed people around the country, around the world. But really, the focus is on the Atlanta market, and so, um, and we've had members of the uh, Metro Atlanta Chamber of the um, restaurant, you know, Georgia Restaurant Association. So really, kind of the who's who. Uh, actually, that's our new slogan for the uh, Georgia podcast. It's called the Who's Who and What's New in Georgia. So. Um, <laughs> okay. We keep that pretty central, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, a couple
0: of fun questions. So, what is okay. the last book that you've read that you think you want to admit to publicly?
1: All right. Well, actually, here's what I'm currently reading right now. So, "Grow um, um, Like a Pro." It's actually Andy Goldstrom. He was in our our studio a while back, and um, really fascinated by his uh, his conversation about um, you know that kind of tech. Uh, 10x uh mindset you know of um you know why wait um so in another quote by somebody that reminds me of that is uh for this other phrase recently says um success loves speed so just taking action you know and like again um you know there's reasons why you can't do things but um but this is like you know just you know basically make it happen i mean but it's you know a little bit more in depth than that yeah
0: all right, um, favorite Atlanta restaurant that you would like to be actually go back to at some point.
1: Actually, um, I was just at it uh, yesterday, and believe it or not, just Moe's. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with Moe's. Right. Um, I always put put it in a bowl. I feel like I get better proportions, and it's easier to manage. But yeah, it's just good stuff. All
0: right, uh, yeah. <clears throat> favorite favorite guilty pleasure.
1: Um, Shark Tank. You know, I'm just obsessed with Shark Tank. And it's funny because I mentioned like, um, you know, I love Shark Tank and it's, it's funny even when I, you know, when you just go to new real, real networking events and you're after hours mixer, you're talking about a TV show. I, it's, it's weird. Like 99 out of 100 people say immediately their needs are, I don't watch TV. I'm like. Why do, why do they, they seem to go out of their way to say that or whatever, right? And so my thing is, like, um, so how many flat screens do you have at your house? Oh, we have one in the bedroom, the bathroom, this upstairs and I go, well, why don't you give me all your flat screens, and why are you paying $200 for your cable bill, right? So I mean, I had not had cable in years, but uh, but Shark Tank, why I love it so much is that it's really entrepreneur's, you know, dream. is like, I mean, you might be a sports fan, right? You're going to tune into ESPN. If you're a foodie, you know, your channel is um, – uh, what do they call it the food network right we don 't have too much in terms of entrepreneur channels, right, uh especially on major broadcasts so uh there I mean you can literally sit there and watch um uh, from the comfort of hope. you can you can see how billionaires react. To this, uh, this business person, right? And their idea, their business model, their, their numbers and so forth, their marketing plans. And then also as a, you feel engaged with that person because many times they've second mortgaged their house. They've given up everything. Um, and I don't know. It's just fascinating to me because it's, it's, it's not, you know, your, your crazy drama, chaos, just, you know, uh, it's, it's real people yeah. with yeah. real yeah, lives. Right.
0: All right, uh, favorite local getaway?
1: Uh, probably Chastain Park. Uh, right. That's just awesome and to walk that, yeah.
0: Favorite uh, non-work hobby?
1: The driving range, okay. especially today. It's easy to get out there and spend a day.
0: All right, now the hardest question of, of this uh, entire podcast is what is the coolest thing about you?
1: Do we have time? Or, I mean, are we going to have time for that? Or You
0: got, you got, you got 12 <laughs> seconds. All right. All right, you got pick one. I, I know there's like eight, but you got you got to pick one. Exactly.
1: The coolest thing about me—that is kind of an odd question. We talked about. I mean, people do get. Um, I get a lot of reaction from my name, Casanova. Um, so that always uh, is a is a good conversation starter. But
0: that, I was going to say that's probably a a real. That's probably a conversation. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, it starts. dating
0: got dating's got to be really interesting, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's like. Uh, you know, walking up and and uh, introducing yourself as "Hi, my name's Don Juan." You're like, "Really, Rich Casanova? Come on!" You know, yeah.
0: <laughs> and and is that is that I guess that's a a long time family name and uh, generations of people having to figure out how to deal with it, right?
1: Right, exactly. And whether <laughs> it's with two s's or one, but I actually bought the domain name with it's with one s, but I bought it with two as well because people misspell the name, yeah,
0: just in case. All
1: right, yeah, exactly. So,
0: Rich, is there anything else? We, I know we've covered a lot here, and uh, I'm going to put in uh, the links to your various websites. If someone, wants, oh, okay. if someone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way? Email, social media, what's the best way to reach you?
1: Um, actually, just go to richcasanova.com, and that actually just redirects directly to my LinkedIn page. All right. And One S not, has
0: all. One not to you, right?
1: Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, again, you can type in. You, you can misspell <laughs> it, and e- you'll still get there. Either way. That's well, yeah, the that,
0: that's, yeah. that's smart way to do it, so you get people who have miss – misspelling it and uh, they still you still get into where you want to go right uh, awesome we have been talking with uh, rich casanova with the uh, the pro business channel uh, the uh, got a new podcasting directory and uh, check it out we're, we're going to put some links in the uh, in the bottom here in the end so you can find him easily and uh, rich thank you for uh, for being with us today
1: yeah mitch i really appreciate it uh, this was awesome a lot of fun being, especially on the other side of the camera or the microphone. So.
0: <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And tune in next week well, for another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. Have a great week.